It's time for the KHS Local News. I'm Brandon Wilkes. Today in the news, the Alaska Marine Highway continues to struggle recruiting workers, and Alaska Seaplanes is surging back after the COVID low. Those transportation stories coming up next on the KHS Local News. Staffing remains a huge problem for the Alaska Marine Highway system. That was the message from the new director, Craig Tornga, during a meeting last Friday with the Ferry System Statewide Board. Crewing, that's our, our biggest uh, biggest pain we have right now. It's uh, just a daily challenge. Tornga says the crew shortage affects how many ferries can run this summer. Six of the system's nine ferries are operating. There is not enough crew to run the Kennecott, one of the state's largest ferries, and other ferries are at risk of getting tied up. The only reason we have six vessels uh, operating is the willingness of the crews to work over. We're at risk of shutting the hover down on uh, this next week because we can't get a uh, another licensed engineer on board. The Hubbard is a newly built day ferry that runs the Lynn Canal connecting Skagway, Haines, and Juneau. It's running this week despite Tornga's comments. The ferry system needs over 800 workers both on and offshore to run its fleet efficiently. Tornga says entry-level positions on the water are fully staffed, but they are short by nearly 60 higher-level positions that require licenses, like those that steer the boat in the wheelhouse and work in the engine rooms. Hiring new ferry workers is a complicated process and can take months. There is a shortage of marine workers worldwide, the demand is outpacing supply, but Alaska has its own specific problems, including short staffing onshore. Tornga says administrative vacancies are causing payroll issues for ferry workers every day, and that's leading to a bad reputation when recruiting new workers. Don't take the job with the Alaska ferries will get paid. He says the state's Department of Transportation plans to assume the ferry system's payroll responsibilities, which will help. DOT spokesman Sam Depsovich says that transfer has been ongoing since earlier this year. He says they are training in-house staff and plan to have the new payroll system up and running in the coming months. Southeast Alaska's regional commuter airline, Alaska Seaplanes, has recovered from the COVID recession and is expanding its routes through cooperation with Ketchikan-based Island Air. Alaska Seaplanes president, Ken Crayford, spoke to the Sitka Chamber of Commerce on Wednesday and described how the company rode out the pandemic and emerged in a better position to serve the region. Crayford didn't shy away from what he said was the most common feedback he'd been hearing lately, rising fares. In fact, in 2022, we had to push through uh, three different fare increases last year to keep up with our rising costs. Prior to that, at least in the in the 10 years uh, we had been running the business, we had only raised fares once in a year. Uh, So we've seen a real hockey stick effect recently in our cost drivers. you know, this mirrors the inflation that we're seeing in the broader economy, uh, but it's particularly acute in the cost drivers for scheduled airlines. And that those are, of course, fuel being a huge one, uh, insurance, but largest of all, uh, labor. Crayford said the company was deepening its relationship with flight schools as baby boomer pilots retire, including the supporting aviation class at Mount Edgecombe High School. He said the national shortage in pilots and other aviation jobs would be a self-correcting problem. For any high school student in Southeast Alaska that is uh, considering a career in aviation, whether it's as a pilot or a mechanic, um, I can tell you the market is incredibly strong right now. You're pretty much uh, guaranteed a job after graduation. Crayford said the biggest development at the company was its partnership with Ketchikan-based Island Air which operates the busiest route in southeast Alaska between Prince of Wales Island and Ketchikan. 
Crayford said the companies would remain independent but have a shared route map and schedule in the future, which would allow passengers to go from Craig to Haynes without, quote, flying over the top of the jets. This is a significant turn of events from just three years ago when the pandemic threw aviation and everyone else with a serious curve. April 6th of 2020, I think that was our low point. We flew four people that day, something like that. Those four brave souls <laughs> uh, and a lot of toilet paper, um, you know, and other stuff on that airplane. What happened with COVID was we saw our freight business surge. Uh, we saw our passenger business drop off a cliff. And then like most airlines around the country, we saw passengers slowly come back a little more in 2021 and then a huge resurgence in 2022. Crayford said much of that rebound was due to tourism, but that seaplanes, routes, and schedules were still tailored primarily to local transportation, especially medical transportation to search in Sitka. That's it for the KHNS Local News. I'm Brandon Wilkes. You heard reporting from Angela Denning of Coast Alaska and Robert Woolsey of KCAW. You can find these stories and learn how to access the KHNS News as a podcast at kchns.org news. This is KHNS, Haines, Skagway, and Kluckwan.